Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, regrets. Unfortunately, life is filled with regrets. The people we've hurt, the time we've wasted, the money we wasted, all the coulda, shoulda, wouldas, I could have been a better dad, or I should have paid closer attention, or I should have listened to my parents, or I could have been a better student. If you dig around in the basement of your life, you find regrets. The wasted years, obsessive greed, destructive diversions, anger, arrogance, selfishness. But what do we do with all those regrets? What can we do with them? But one option is to be defensive. And when we're defensive, we don't admit anything. We tell no one. We keep the skeleton safely locked up in the closet. We seek innocence rather than forgiveness. When we're defensive, we reduce life to one goal, and that's hide the secret. Cover it up, don't address it, don't admit it, and whatever you do, don't confess it. Another option is to be defeated. And when we're defeated, we feel as though we don't make mistakes, but that we are a mistake. We don't foul up, but we are a foul up. We beat ourselves up repeatedly with blame and guilt and shame. We take the role of judge, jury, and accusing attorney. And the verdict? Guilty. Always guilty. Now, neither of those options is any good. So what can we do? How can we be delivered from all of our regrets and failures and sin? Well, as we begin Lent on this Ash Wednesday, we also begin a sermon series called Witnesses to Christ. And the first person who helps us follow Christ to the cross in John's Gospel is John the Baptist. And what does John the Baptist say when we're defensive about sin or defeated by sin? He says, Behold, behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. When it comes to all of our ugly marks of sin and shame, we can be delivered. Behold. Behold literally means see, and the verb can be translated as look, gaze, stare, or take note. Behold means, here's the whole point of what I'm trying to say. John the Baptist says it again in verse 36. Behold. And in both verse 29 and 36, John the Baptist says, Behold the Lamb of God. Behold, this is not just an ordinary Lamb of God. This is the Passover Lamb of God. John uses that word Passover 11 times in his gospel. 11 times. So the entire gospel really is structured to help us behold 
see, gaze upon, and take note of Christ, the Passover Lamb of God. In Exodus chapter 12, we're told that the Passover Lamb is to be a male lamb, perfect, spotless, without any defect. Exodus 12 verse 7 says that the Israelites are to place the Passover lamb's blood on the sides and tops of their doorframes. And the blood would set the Israelites free. Free from bricks, free from whips, free from Pharaoh's countless bag of tricks. Behold, behold the Lamb of God who takes away. Notice there the verb takes away is in the present tense. And that's significant. That's significant because that means that Christ still takes away. Today, he still takes away. Tomorrow, he takes away. Next week, he takes away. He continues to take away. And what does he take away? He takes away the sin of the world. And yes, that includes our sin, all of it, our ugly sin, our shameful sin, our haunting sin, every single one. He takes it all away. Christ takes away all the guilt and shame that we feel over our sins, our regrets, and our failures. And so the good news is we don't have to deal with sin on our own. We don't have to drink our sin away. We don't have to work our sin away, explain our sin away, eat our sin away, cry our sin away, or bury our sin away. Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. And sometimes this may be hard for us to believe. Sometimes it's hard for us to believe because we've carried our sin for so long that we can't imagine life without that guilt and that shame that comes along with it. Maybe we can't imagine it, but God can. God does. And God does more than just imagine it. He sends John the Baptist. He sends John the Baptist with his message of behold, look, see, gaze. Here's the whole point of what I'm trying to say. The Lamb of God takes away the sin of the world. The Passover lamb of God does it all. He does it all for the whole world. He does it all for you. And so, knowing that he is there, ready to forgive and and take away our sin, our prayer, our simple prayer is this. Jesus, please take it all away. And confess your sin to him. Tell Jesus what you did. Tell Jesus what you said, what you saw, what you took, how you feel. Pray this prayer as often as you need. One time, two times, ten times a day. Doesn't matter. Don't hold back. No guilt is too ancient or too recent. No shame is too evil or insignificant. Jesus, please take it all away. Pray that prayer and remember your baptism. That's the other wonderful thing about Ash Wednesday and having these ashes put on our foreheads in the shape of the cross. Because it helps us to remember our baptism. Because at your baptism, the cross 
was placed upon your forehead and heart, marking you as one redeemed by Christ the crucified. The ashes tonight, although they'll be washed away later on, that mark of the cross that was put there at your baptism, that remains. And the promises that God made to you in your baptism, those remain every single day. You are baptized children of God. And he loves you. And so we have his grace every single day. And so be firm in this prayer. Because the devil continues to prowl around. The devil traffics in guilt and shame. And he's not going to give up without a fight. And so when the devil tries to, to tempt us or lead us to remember sins and guilt, we can say to him, I left my sin with the Passover lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Brothers and sisters in Christ, it's time for a clean start, a fresh slate, a new beginning. And that's really what Lent is all about. We don't need to be defensive or defeated. Today, we can be delivered. And we do that by looking at God's marks. Yes, God has marks on his hands. Behold, look, see, and gaze upon the fact of what God says in Isaiah chapter 49. I have engraved you on the palm of my hands. Jesus has your name written where he can see it. Your name is on his blood-stained hands. Yes, Jesus loves you that much. So if you've ever wondered how God reacts when guilt and shame have you cornered and you're ready to, and ready to swallow you whole, if you've ever wondered how God feels when you're lost or abandoned or helpless, if you've ever wondered what God would do if he ever found out about it all, then take these words and, and post them somewhere where you can see them every single day. Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Read those words daily. Trust those words. Believe those words. And trust that Jesus truly does take it all away. Jesus took on the nails on a cross. He took the nails, and taking the nails, he takes away all of our sin, all of our shame. He hung there on the cross for us. And Jesus still says, I have engraved you on the palms of my hands. And in the end, those are really the only marks that matter. These marks on Christ's hands will never be erased, ever. Amen.